Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here and I'm actually on a live um, online training in my personal development and mindset collective. And I was asked this question by Tony. He said, um, do you have a plan when you go live? He said to me here that he thinks I can get in great flow. Um, do I have a technique to remember all of my content and a plan to go live? Or do I just go live and wing it? Um, and I know a lot of people are worried about going live on social media and putting their content out to the world and maybe wanting it to be perfect and worry about it being judged. And what if you go live and you're like, oh, I don't know what to say. Uh, and just start saying hi to everyone because uh, you've lost your train of thought. Um, how do you structure good content so you don't just ramble and waffle and go on and on and on? Casey, who's just on the live, has said wing it. Um, I actually mostly don't wing it, just so that you know, even though it might seem like I'm winging it. Um, and I think a lot of people are feet, they're holding themselves back because, you know, they don't know how to plan and prepare content. Gary said, nah, just go for it. And I just thought, I'd, nah, just go for it now on this live. So I'm simultaneously doing a podcast for the Disruptive Entrepreneur. I'm doing uh, my personal development and mindset collective, which is for my Patreon level members, the level above supporters. And I've just gone live on social media, talking about going live on social media. So this is like a matrix. If you look here, uh, you can see my face there and my face there. So this is definitely a bit of a surreal situation. All right. So I'm now going to give you some good um, nuggets of content on this. So if you want to have some kind of rant because you think it's going to be effective for your brand, because there's something that you really stand for um, or against, uh, I think it's best not to plan too much content because then you'll lose the emotion because you'll just have, you know, content that is planned and it, it you will lose your energy um, and your your natural flow, if you like. So um, if something had upset me, angered me, although I mostly keep that to myself, but if there's one or two or three things a year I needed to rant about, um, I would know what I'm going to rant about the subject and then I'd just go off on one. And I'd let the direction of my flow and the natural state of, you know, putting content out there and sharing the message coming through me, I would allow that to be. I'd allow myself a few tangents. I'd allow myself to interrupt myself. I'd allow myself to get on my high horse and bang. But I could, I just know my concept. So I listened to a great podcast, which was um, on Joe Rogan interviewing Robert Downey Jr. And he said of things like film, um, and, and some art forms, he says it's really good to have a loose concept of what, what it's going to be, like this podcast and this question from Tony and this um, uh, live stream video. The loose concept is, do you plan content or do you wing it? And if you plan content, how do you plan content? 
That's the loose concept. And I'm talking that through now and I will get to some points and, and give you some answers. But of course, I'm just discussing, chatting and, and I'm allowing it to be organic. So, um, yeah. So uh, the loose concept is, as I've just said, but then Robert Downey Jr. said, um, but let everything else happen as it happens. So you've got a loose concept and then there's the element of discovery. So I didn't really know what I was going to say when I went on this live. Um, other than um, sometimes you wing it. If it's a short concept, a sound bite, it's an easy thing to remember. And, then, and, and I don't even like the term winging it. I just like discussion or just going live raw and real and natural and with your, your emotion and your energy because you're not blocked by bullet points and reading scripts. Um, but then if I wanted to give you 10 ways to make money more quickly, um, you know, 10 ways to monetize your podcast, um, you know, seven ways to build your personal brand, I would have notes. Um, because I actually, I could remember, don't know why I squeaked so much, I could, <laughs> I could remember seven points, but I probably wouldn't, and I'd probably get lost. I was interviewing um, Alan Barrett, who's the, fo the founder of um, Grenade. Uh, and I, I started with a, a discussion point on something we've been talking about in his kitchen, because I like it to, tra to um, traverse naturally in, as opposed to my first question that I had on the iPad. Uh, and about three minutes through, I was like, I need to ask him this point. I, there was something he was talking about and I grabbed it in my mind and he answered about 10 or 15 minutes for the first question. But in my mind, I was locked into this uh, and then he went quiet. And then I was like, right. So uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. And for a moment, I forgot what I was going to say. And I actually came, came back round and, and got the question in. Um, but in instances like that, I should probably write that down. So if things come to me as I'm interviewing a guest that I really think, oh, we've got to go there. Um, sometimes I'm trying to trap it in my mind, but then maybe I'm not 100% fully present on them. So to have a little um, you know, piece of paper or just to quickly put the note on my phone, that would be a decent thing to do. Um, okay, so Leah said a natural conversation um, resonates and comes across as real exactly, which is why if it's too scripted, it doesn't. So, um, so if it's a rant or a single concept um, you know, or one point, um, one idea, one argument, I'll go live on that concept and I'll just discuss. I'll just, um, to a certain degree, riff and freewheel um, and see how it goes. And I'm comfortable with that. Um, I don't like to script really anything out personally. Um, if I were doing, you know, a professional video for a website, I'd have some bullet points um, and I'd put them behind. So um, you can see I've got my laptop here. Well, you can't if you listen to the podcast, but you can if you're watching the live video. So what I would do is I've now put my phone right next to the laptop here. Um, and, and so I would have some prompts. So if I was pre-recording a video, I've got some prompts there. And you can see I'm hardly moving my eye. I am, of course, a little bit. If I wanted to be really um, have virtually no eye, eye movement, I'll put it there. Well, actually, I'd put it there just by the lens because there's more near me. So if you have any notes, put them as much near the lens as you can and make sure you know where the lens is on, on the phone. So I'm doing a pre-record. I've got five, six, seven bullet points that I've um, scripted and, and I might um, do one, cut, do another one, cut, do another one, cut, do another one, cut, and then you know that can be edited together. Now, if I'm doing a live, I'll make um, just 
seven, five, nine bullet points. And let's do an example. Let's say um, seven ways to monetize your podcast. I might do trickle down revenue. I might do um, ads. I might do sponsors, which is a bit different from ads. I might do having a Patreon. I might do having a supporter. I might do using it to promote a, a paid event. I might do it using it as a way to be an affiliate marketer. So promote other people's products and services. There you go, there's seven. So I write them in bullets and then I cover each one. And because it's my subject and I know how to cover it, I could do three minutes or 10 minutes or 30 minutes or more on each point. Let's say I didn't have that much confidence and flow because I'm pretty new to it and I'm not that comfortable on social media. What I might do is do a one bullet. Um, so what was the first one? Trickle down revenue. Um, and then I might say having a book, having a course and having a, a, a mentorship. And then I could do the um, trickle down revenue and then cover the three examples. Next one, running ads. So I, I might do um, you know, the start of your podcast, the mid-roll ads, um, and how many episodes you should maybe have um, for ads and maybe the ad revenue you can get per episode or per chunk of downloads that people who buy ads would, um, would pay because if you only had five downloads, you're not going to get any uh, ads because it's not enough. And then the next one might be sponsors and I might talk about how um, a company could sponsor a whole show or six shows and they might even become part of the, the content of the show. So you can see I could do a bullet point on the point and then two or three bullet points under the point. Um, some people have teleprompt screens and that's just so obvious. And unless you're a professional newsreader, um, I, I think that that's way too scripted. Um, now, or pick something that you're pretty confident in. So um, I picked going live and, and, and how you plan and prepare your content and getting into flow as um, a, a, a content to go live on while I'm doing a podcast, while I'm doing... Um, my private um, content for my um, personal development and mindset collective people on Patreon. I wouldn't pick something that was brand new to me that I didn't know very well. And if it was, I'd do a short piece of content. So let's say you're getting into something, you're quite new, you're not that confident, you're not really that comfortable on camera, you're not really good at going into flow. And also, you just don't know the content that well. Do a one minute live. Do a three minute live. How long are we in live so far? We're 10 minutes in. For me, this is a very short live. Um, so, you know, make it shorter so it's easier and, and, and more palatable. Um, and, and again, just have three or four or five or seven bullet points. Um, and when you're, when you're tempted to fat it out and start scripting it, just stop that and just make the, the length of the content shorter as opposed to trying to pad it out with words and words and words and words. Now, the next thing you could do if you want to get into more of a flow state is you can get more dynamic. So you could move around. I'm, I'm connected to quite a few things. So I probably couldn't move around now because I have to carry my laptop and my H1 and my battery pack to my phone and my phone. Um, but, you know, I'm just on the live here. So I could maybe start talking, moving the, the camera around um, in, in my room. Um, I could um, have a guest sit next to me and we could have a discussion. As soon as you turn a monologue, you, into a discussion with another guest to talk here, this head is someone else, with my hand. Um, then, of course, you've got the conversation, the interaction, the energy between. Um, if you're not so good with content, then you can ask them questions and they can create the content and vice versa. Um, and you can go on these nice little cul-de-sacs or um, tangents, which can be really interesting. So, you know, that's a, another way that you can get into flow state. Um, you know, you could find a comfortable environment 
Um, for me, I don't like distractions when I'm going live, so I could hear some noises over there and I've got some doors here that, that are glass doors. And um, sometimes Ralph, my dog, just butts himself in and that door looks like it's opening itself. Um, and it does actually distract me away. And I'm working on that because I, I, I have these little isms of distractions. You know, if people are chomping their food or they interrupt you or they're talking when you're trying to do work, that is something that really gets in my head and disrupts and completely takes me out of my flow state. So uh, on the one hand, doing a dynamic live around, um, you know, lots of um, information, you know, so outdoors or um, scenery, which is really great for the live. And that could inspire you for your content because it's energy and movement because, you know, um, what is it? Motion creates emotion. On the other hand, if there's too many distractions that could get you off. And, uh, so, um, yeah, I, I personally don't like distraction. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. There's some certain, it depends on your business model and your goals for social media. Um, but I'm going to add a little bit of content to this just so that um, it's not just about um, being in flow or planning your content. Um, but if you are ever particularly um, emotional, um, that can make really good social media content. Now, of course, let's caveat this that, you know, I just want to put some common sense in just so that I don't get mis misinterpreted. You know, if you need to see a doctor or a therapist or, or more, um, you know, don't necessarily live it. Um, but, you know, if, if something's got you on your soapbox or actually it's quite emotional to you, but it is something that other people would benefit from that you could share, going live raw and real in the moment can create magic. But you have to allow it to be um, imperfect and you have to allow for it to flow as it flows and, and, and it not be scripted at all. Um, so that's something to think about. Uh, it, reacting to something in the media or the news, you know, that something that was big, something that there's massive energy on. You don't have a week to plan that content. So you've got to get that done that day. The quicker you get that out, um, the more reach and engagement that is going to get, the more real and visceral it's going to be because it's of the moment. So, you know, that's something else to think about. Creating variety. 
So um, I probably do too many lives just sat here in my um, living room on in this same place, but it's comfortable and it's routine and at least I'll get it done. Um, but you know, if I did a, a live in my garage with my cars or if I did a live in a different room, in a different country with a different backdrop, in the, I, I started doing them in the bed to pattern interrupt and a lot more people were watching my lives for a while. Then I did one in the bath to double pattern interrupt. And there was a concept behind that, by the way, and that got loads of um, you know engagement. It really boosted it up. So um, getting into flow state is not just about the content. It's about the background. It's about the, the pattern interrupt of what you, you do to stop people scrolling and actually to start looking at your work. Um, I think the, the next thing is um, the more work you put out there, the better your work gets. So there's a brilliant documentary with, about Ed Sheeran. I love watching documentaries. It's just couldn't recommend enough. But what I loved about Ed Sheeran, is, and he said this, and this is just so relevant. So I mean, it's so wise, and I can say that because it's not from me, but he said, if you want to write good songs, you've got to write a lot of shit songs. You've got to write a lot of shit songs to get a good song out. So you've got to do lives. You've got to do content. You've got to do pre-records. You know, you've got to do your one minute, your two minutes, your five minutes. You've got to do some scripts, some flow states, some rants, some em em emotional content. And a lot of it's not going to land. Um, and it might be good content, but not many, many people see it or... Um, it just might not get reach or you might mess it up halfway through or you might not like it afterwards and delete it. But you can't get really good content out until you've got really bad content out or at least you've got raw and rough and not perfect content out. So the more content you do, the better you get at doing content. It's like a muscle that you, that you exercise. Hmm. So hopefully you found that useful on raw or real or um, just naturally in flow, as some people said, winging it or scripted, even though I'd never do scripts and how I plan my content and putting the notes right behind um, the lens of the camera so no one can really see you move away. Um, now, if I'm thinking like I'm going to do a deep dive live here and I'm going to do an hour or an hour and a half, I'm quite happy to write some more detailed notes and I'm quite happy to put the laptop on my lap and I'm quite happy to talk to you and then occasionally peer at my notes and look at my notes and then talk to you, and then occasionally peer and look at my notes, and then talk to you, and then occasionally peer and look at my notes. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, let's have a look. So I've got, uh, I had a plan for my Personal Development and Mindset Collective, which is the Patreon level of my supporter program. Um, I planned some content. Let me get rid of that. Let me see if I can find it. You can never find things when you're live and you actually want them. Uh, here we go. So I can show you. An, so this is quite a lot of planning for me, but it was a 90 minute piece of content. So I don't know if you can see in the middle, obviously on, the, on, your, on my left, your right, um, you can see the go-to webinar panel. And then on the right hand side, you can see the email with, um, pane. But can you see in the middle, there's like one, two, five blocks of text. Well, that is a plan for a 90-minute online training. And by the way, I got to two-fifths of the way down uh, and we were done. So, yeah, you can see there that would be my sort of plan for a 90-minute piece of content. Um, and I'll just read it to you so you can get a flavor. So if it's deeper dive content, I'm not just winging it for 90 minutes. I might end up 90 minutes, you know, when I'm in rant mode or... Um, you know, I'm on a subject I'm really keen and passionate about and then people are engaging and I'm answering questions and getting them all involved. But that's because I've got in flow state. 
Um, but that that winging it or that emotional or rant, ranty post or real post or visceral post, that could be three minutes or 10 minutes. It, you just end when you end. We're on 18 odd minutes now. Um, and you can see how I've just sort of created a bit of a head of steam for this content. Um, but I now know I'm probably a couple of minutes away from finishing. I nearly wrapped it up two minutes ago, didn't I? Um, so on the um, Personal Development and Mindset Collective, which is my Patreon level above my supporters, a small monthly retainer, but it's, it's basically 140 different pieces of personal development content over the year, including live meets, ask me anything, live streams, etc. So on um, the last 90 minute deep dive live, um, I went into Patreon because we've got an app and I asked people what content they wanted in personal development and mindset. We got about 30 different ideas of what people wanted and I picked some. So one of them was the antidote to all pain. Another one was controlling your emotions and triggers. Another one was how to get your mojo back. Another one was how to, and this came from me, from a lot of um, um, con- comments and struggles people had been having that I've been co- uh, mentoring. But um, when people say it's hard, what do they actually mean? Uh, and then also dealing with um, the fear of failure and the fear of success. So there were the five pieces of content. Um, controlling your emotions and triggers, the antidote to all pain, how to get your mojo back, how to reframe it's hard and dealing with the fear of both success and failure. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight or nine bullet points of content on each one. So I'll give you an example for controlling your emotions and triggers. Um, 90 second quarters or release. Don't do anything in the 90 seconds. Don't make any decisions or actions in those moments. It's never personal or about you when you get triggered. Um, isolate yourself from anything that could damage you in those 90 seconds, um, i.e. don't type emails, don't talk to people, don't shout at your kids. Um, what in your past is coming up when you get triggered? The concept of the body mind, i.e. it's not a rational thought, it's emotion through your whole body that's triggering you. Um, what can you learn and what have you not owned when you get triggered? Um, i.e. what is it about you and your history and your past and your perception that's creating that emotion, not them, because people think the trigger is from someone else, it's always from you. Um, And then it says here, get some examples from viewers, which would mean I would ask people on the live um, to say, hey, look, what triggers you? And then we'd do some sort of live coaching on that. Then um, all um, triggers are just feedback for growth and progress. Um, And emotions are simply feedback to the environment of whether you're safe or whether you're threatened. So there you go. So that's me broken down into maybe nine points, what I'd cover in controlling your emotions. I could do nine minutes on that, nine minutes on that, or nine hours on that, just because I know my content. And I'm, I'm, I, I would say 99.5% of the time, I am teaching you what I've done and what I know and what I live and what I breathe for you know, months or no, decades probably. Why, why, not, not, why not 100% of the time? Why, why 0.5% might, be, it might be not that? Because I might be I'm honoring someone else's work. Um, or it might be relatively new content that I'm wrestling with. And I'll tell you that, hey, look, I'm just exploring this at the moment. But 99.5% of the time, my content comes through me. It's stuff I've done for decades. It's stuff I coach people on every day. Um, it's, it's problems I get in my inbox dozens of times a day from you know, my followers, my fans, my clients. So, you know, when sometimes people say, hey, Rob, you get in flow pretty easily. You could just talk for ages. And how do you know all this stuff? And it seems to come through you. Because I'm, I'm not talking about something I've researched in some book or is a theory. I've lived it. I've breathed it. I do it. And often the best content is what you live and breathe and do. So I'm not looking in textbooks or for good researching. What content could I do tonight? Let's go on Google and have a look. I'm never doing that. There's stuff I've lived and breathed and experienced and doing and struggling with and fixing and solving and um, that therefore means it comes through. 
So thanks for tuning in on the live. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Please share this if you think that people are struggling to put their content out there or they're overthinking things or you know perfectionists or you know people want to get out there more, but they've got these fears and doubts because hopefully this should help them. So please hit that share button right now. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Mwah.